Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one Nepal podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleeker, and with me as always is Luke Top. Hello! Oh, I love my new intro. That's fabulous. Uh, so, just a little bit of admin to start the episode. Uh, we are slowly but surely upgrading our setup here, and we have this neat little soundboard, which um, allows us to play things like... Go on, play it again. Allows us to play things like this. There we go. That's me. So Luke's going to get a harp intro every single time. Yeah, you know, good. his request. I deserve so, it. Um, there might be a couple of technical things, so uh, we're just bearing with us, but we have a couple of fun clips like this. <laughs> so I'm going to play that every time, Luke. Says or no, give me my favourite one. <laughs> uh, yeah, not so, interested. Uh, we're in the process of sort of like upgrading um, the setup at the moment. So yeah, forgive us. Um, we're Yay. a bit excited, a little bit too excited. But uh, Luke, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm very excited, actually. Yeah. We're in finals. That's it. Finals. Oh, sorry. I, I got confused. Yeah. We played netball last night. I was like, no. finals is ages away. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> no, yeah. no, you mean, yeah, okay, yes. yes. No, the Sun Corp Super Netball's in yes, finals. Yes. We're nowhere near finals. No, yet. but we haven't lost yet. Yeah, no, it feels pretty good. Um, thank you uh, very much, as always, to the Flying Vs last night, who we played. Yes, um, good listeners yeah, of the show. It's a great, great game. And I, I played for them. You did. Mm. Um, you're a pain in the ass. Can I say, listeners, Luke is a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, very and physical. I didn't even play well. He reminded me a lot of um, uh, Kim Green, Jamie Lee Price. That's <laughs> a... <laughs> that's a... That's yeah. a <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so... Oh. No, it was a lot of fun last night playing. No, I only got two intercepts. Yeah, I but, know, gross. Yeah, but, you know, that's what happens when you play against someone as good as I am, so... Yeah, actually, to be fair, I said this to uh, Rom, the ref. I said, I can't believe how quick your pivot foot was. I was like, damn. Because it basically, you'd have to contest in the air and then you would be down. Your foot would already be moving and then you're jumping to shoot. And I'm like, oh, it was annoying. Feels good. Thank you very much for that compliment. Yeah, it was annoying. (laughs) I didn't like it at all. So I basically had to just push you out of the way. Yeah, you did. Because that's the only thing is you're not very physical. No, no. Which I was surprised about. I was expecting you to kind of body me up a bit more because that's what I do when I shoot. Well, it's called... (laughs) It's just all hip. It's called being, you know, a very clean attacking player. So... Good Lord. hates that. Um, all right, we're going to don't move. exist. <laughs> we're going to move on to round fourteen, which is the final round. Yay! Of before we go into our finals, we're going to start with the Giants. And it was a good round. It was actually very good round, um, which saw quite a lot of things sort of happen. Um, but we're going to start with the uh, Giants and the Fever. The Giants defeating the Fever seventy to sixty, in what seemed to be a game that will make me feel like okay, look, the Giants are probably going to get in, even though I tipped the Magpies to win this week. Um, I felt like they just kind of dominated the fever pretty well. But the big thing with the uh, the Giants is the fever drew them in the first quarter. So, yeah, um, not good. The no. Moment that, happened, that moment that happened, I, I was watching the game and I'm like, damn, I think that'll do it. Because that, I think in order for them to, uh, in order for them to like get through without the Magpies, like despite the Magpies winning or whatever, is they have to win the game in every single quarter, I think percentage but i can't remember off the top of my head but um well no i think didn't they essentially they had to if they had won that first quarter they would have 
been in the finals. Yeah, that was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And so they, they just, drew it. They, and they didn't. And the thing is, and the fever came out really aggressively. And Olivia Lewis had an amazing absolutely first few couple of minutes. Seriously. I was like, oh my God, she's, she looks amazing. And my awful question kind of goes to the fact that um, should they have um, taken Green off? That's kind of that awkward thing where it's like your last home game, you want to give her a full game, but yeah. we've got Austin on the bench. We could make finals. This is a, It's a do or die game for them. I don't know what... Look, I guess... I know it's Green's final game, but like we've said this over the last couple of weeks that Kira Austin's probably the better facilitator at wing attack at this stage, right? Yeah. Well, look, in terms of experience... Well, the better, benefit as well as she's tall. So you can just yeah. lob it. Yeah. Um, the second quarter, though, 21 to 11 was amazing. And obviously 16 to 14 in the third. Yeah. Um, and then Fever won the fourth quarter. Because essentially what they could have done is if they had just drawn the first quarter and won the last quarter. Yeah. Um, that would be through. Yeah. And I, did, I think for me, it comes down to just execution. I think there was just a couple of things that the Giants really... Couldn't get done. I heart and struggle, I think, with some of the physicality, the defenders. Um, you know, Olivia Lewis had a, a terrific game, and so did Stacey Francis as well. And I think Harton kind of struggled with that, you know, shooting 79%, um, which has kind of been her running stat line. I mean, eight turnovers is still not great for her. A lot of turnovers. And yeah. Kim Green had six. Yeah, which, um, which is a bit of a struggle. But, um, but I mean, I, honestly, there was a couple of moments where I really... I think the giant... The feet were kind of playing just a little bit more free. And... A couple of moments that I saw in the attack end where like ATN had shot something and then she had this big smile on her face because she hit the shot. And then you could see Fowler like following her up and like tapping on the button, being like, yeah, like good shit. Like, and with a big smile on her face. And I was like, you know, finally. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 that whole end to me felt a little bit tense. Um, I have to the, say, though, course of the season. Manua, ooh, she. Her stat line is good. Look at her stat line. What's she had an line? amazing game. Holy Six hell. Six gains, four intercepts, and three deflections. Shh. Now, obviously, Olivia Lewis had six gains, three intercepts, <laughs> and six deflections. But she took, uh, yeah, ATN destroyed her a bit. Yeah, yeah. I had, yeah, jeez. I didn't actually notice mine. Was, the thing is, it's like mine has not really had much of a season for... My she's a quite, I find her kind of a quite like obviously she's physical and you know people have been critical of that because when they play teams like the Lightning, yeah. it kind of like sh- comes to the surface that you know she's getting pulled for all that sort of stuff because they're so clean. So yeah. in like sort of against each other, it shines. But um, yeah, no, I actually think she's kind of been a bit of a quiet achiever this season because she's still young. I think she's only twenty three. Yeah. Um. I'm going to look that up. So, yeah, I... 24. 24, yeah. sorry. Um, so, I actually think she kind of had a solid season. I, I feel like under the radar season for me, yes. probably. And I mean, we'll but probably... still solid. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we'll probably dissect the teams once the season's all said and done, just once we yeah. find out what's going on with um, our winners. But I, I don't know. For me, the the despite the loss, I, I feel like this was a fever game that they were just playing because they, you know, mathematically they can't get in. Um and I was like, they playing a little bit more free and a little bit more trusting on the attack end and defensively and stuff like that. I, I don't know. And I, f- I really do like Olivia Lewis. I hope 
they've locked her up. Well, she'd be great goal defense, and then Francis at wing defense, yeah, and yeah. slide everyone along. Yeah. Jess Ansis at center. Yeah, and honestly, um, it's weird because like the rise of Olivia Lewis has come through Courtney Bruce being out again. Yeah, um, obviously, I think the team's just resting her for well-being at this stage. So well, also, to give her a run and you look at. You look at some of these players, and I was really interested to see Seabass, where they were sort of talking about, oh, you know, are you going to sit down and watch the Magpies game? And she's like, I'm on a plane to Perth. Um, it'll be played while I'm in the air. Um, she seems to be over it. Like, it's a lot of netball. Like, they've yeah. had the start of the season. They had quad series before that in January. Um World Cup and then, yeah, and also the training like that they've done for World Cup in between there is yeah. just a lot of people. I, I feel like Seabass is sort of leadership duties, I guess, in both across like both teams, like the Giants yeah. and the Diamonds. I feel like it probably has taken a toll on her mentally. Absolutely. Um, this obviously hasn't been her be- best season. Um, you know, she did come off the start of the season with, a, with an injury to her wrist and uh, the team has kind of struggled with that. But I also think the Giants as a whole have just been quite unremarkable I don't know like I think the best way to sum them up is that they've just had a very unremarkable season because there's just so many different things going on and I feel like the continuity now of running Austin potentially at starting wing A next season um, will probably make the Giants a much better team and I'm not saying like now that Kim Green's retired oh by the way Kim Green retired during the week um, I'm not saying that, that she's a huge loss but I think is a, I think it's time for a bit of fresh blood. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you essentially, when you're starting to get benched as a player of her caliber, you kind of realize, hey, yeah, it's time. Yeah, and if you can't, and is she still getting benched? Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. get, getting benched, and then it's consistently. Then it's probably like, okay, like let's have a discussion about your current position in the team. So, um, yeah, I mean, the thing is after this, the giants were basically holding onto their breaths until the, uh, the final game of the, uh, the week, which was, uh, the magpies and Vixens. And I know I feel, I felt like as well that they kind of, I felt like they were a bit cocky. Like, I think they were upset that they didn't get four points. Um, I think that, yeah, I think Julie Fitzgerald was really pissed off that they didn't, they tied that first quarter. Yeah. You could see it. But I honestly think a lot of the players were kind of like, oh, we've done enough. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Nah. Especially when you and the, the Magpies are basically playing to get into the finals by a percentage point. Yeah. Not by points. Like, the the, the reason the Magpies get in is they won by one percentage point, And that was it. They had the same... I think they had the same points, as far as I'm aware. I think they did, yeah. And the Magpies got in on percentage, which is absurd. One percent. Yeah. Like all, they need, all the Giants needed to do was... Either not draw, well, not lose. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's tough, but it is. I do kind of feel for him to be completely honest, because that's would, that would suck having to wait that long and then see a team that honestly has not had the greatest of seasons find form at like the literal big, like the best time possible. Well, I think um, there was a lot of pressure on them for this game because yeah, they really sure. should have won it. And yeah. They kind of just didn't. No, they really didn't, which is a bit of a bummer. Anyway, we're going to move on to uh, the New South Wales Swifts defeating the Firebirds 64 to 63. Man, the Firebirds played the Swifts very, very well. Yay! Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, did, I felt, we did something I right. felt so bad for Caitlin Evans in the last two minutes when she turned the ball over. I know. And you could just see it on her face because you guys... She had an amazing game. She really did. I mean, there was a couple of moments where she uh, turned the ball over quite a bit and then I think she's kind of settled her game much more and I think as a result of that Tippett and Aiken um, 
came out a lot stronger. Tibbet had an incredible game, 33 from 35 with 94%. 122.5, 122 yeah. Far out. Um, with 27 uh, center pass receives and only two, two turnovers. So, I mean, And Aiken was good as well. Um, yeah, she really was. She really, yeah. really was. That was. That's kind of what we've come to expect from her. I thought um, she's always kind of had the yips of late. Um, yeah. And yeah, and she was really solid. Yeah, I absolutely. was actually, uh, you know, I think we've spoken a, a bit about it, but her sort of flick was getting a bit off. Like she was getting nervy and she was getting the yips. Yeah. Um, I really feel like that's just cleared out. Yeah. After the World Cup, she's just come out of the gate. Yeah, she's. I was going to say, I think her percentages have increased a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously, like she still has the issues where she's just not giving you enough power under the under the post, but yep. I feel like when I watch her now, I feel like she's the remote, like Aiken of old, I guess. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the ANZ Prems um, Aiken, like where she was just basically shooting that sort of volume and Tippett was like coming up the ranks as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, um, it's good. Sarah Clough, I think, struggled a lot this game um, with that mm. sort of mobile. It was a really, like, Bronny Aikel had this interesting rotation of Clough, Rory and Turner having... Maddie Turner in wing D. Not sure what the purpose of that is, I guess. I think it's maybe to get Rory a run of defending Tippett, perhaps. I think, um, oh, I think honestly, they're kind of working out, um, giving a, everyone a run. Yeah. Um, at those different positions. Um, yeah, look, uh, I honestly think they're probably going to go Clow. Um, Turner <coughs> Turner and Rory, Rory. yeah um, that's what I think it should be yeah. yeah but I mean the benefit they have is Turner can play wing defence and you can switch it out yeah I think I, I feel like Turner's struggles were mainly due to the fact that she hadn't played wing defence in yeah. Christ knows how long so I actually don't recall the last time she's played wing D but uh, I think going against Caitlin Evans is a good test because she's so quick. Mm, yeah, absolutely. She's probably one of the quickest uh, wing attacks. Yeah. So that's going to give her like a, a pretty good test. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but yeah, a couple of really frustrating things to see from Clow. She was really physical. I think there was a couple of bum calls against her from the umps. Um, but Tippett oh, and, yeah. and Aiken, I think, And the umpires well. got really testy with her too. Well, I mean, there was one moment, I think she had in the second or third quarter where she just threw the ball away and she just yeah. like rolled her eyes like, like really fucking hard. And I was yeah. like, oh damn, she's really fucking pissed off. Because like Clow, she has her moments, but this was kind of her at, I guess, her most unhinged. Like I've not seen her react that way. I know that she's had a couple of moments where she's getting real bum calls from, from the umps, but... This one in particular, it felt like Aiken and Tippett were, were playing her like a drum because she just was getting worked physically. And I think also Tippett's athleticism was really frustrating her because Tippett's so strong at like holding like the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like catching yeah, yeah. the ball. So, and yeah. she was doing that really well. She yeah. was super athletic. Yeah. Um, weirdly quiet game from Gabby Simpson. Yeah. yeah. I feel like she's just kind of like, for me, I'm, I think she may have just sort of checked out She's like tried so hard this season to lift the team, and I'm like, eh, she just doesn't look. Look, I honestly think um, she still played a she's still played a good enough game. There were a few calls there where she kind of got bum calls, but yeah. um, I actually think she's going to have a big six months because yeah. I think they're going to have to bring her back into the diamonds. I think she's going to be working with Lisa on, um, sort of working on 
the culture sort of side of things. Yeah. Trying to instill that sort of um, culture that like Lizellas passed on to Geitz and yeah. Corletto and, um, you know, Kim Green and all those sort of players had that culture. And I feel like the Diamonds are kind of missed that. So I think she's going to, honestly, she's going to have a big 12 months. It's, it's exciting to think about because I still think she's one of the most exciting players in the competition. And she's still probably the best, if not one of the best wing defences yeah. in the world. She's just obviously had the really bad run of injuries this year, which kind of put her to the side for the World general Cup, public yeah. consciousness. So, um, yeah. How did you feel about the defensive end for the for the Firebirds? Um, yeah. Uh, look, I, I honestly think next season, um, obviously, I think it's pretty clear to everyone that we're getting some sort of defender yeah, of some it feels, sort. It feels like that. Um, and you'd imagine that would have to be a little bit of a taller defender. Um, seeing as though we kind of got two goal defences. Um, yeah, a bit weird. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know, but I'm uh, really excited about how that defence end is going to go because if we can get someone that's sort of a solid goalkeeper, um, that's just going to make the whole that whole end yeah. work. And yeah. if we can get turnover ball, I think, and if Aiken and uh, Tippett and, I mean, there's whispers about Ravi coming back. Um, and you know Gemma Maimai, I thought she had a great game. Yeah, Maimai um, was terrific to watch. She was so really I, I think if if we can work that out, um, and get that attack end humming, then there's less pressure on the D, and they can just go for ball. Yeah. Um, and hopefully next year, I I really think this sort of tail end of the season after the World Cup, they've kind of shown that they can do really well. So I feel like this year for the Firebirds is a bit of an anomaly. Like well, they just had so many just injuries. In, yeah, just in terms of injuries. Um, and then form as well. Like, I actually think it was interesting. Um, uh, yeah, like Podgita. Um, I was chatting to someone last night about it. Um, actually, the goalkeeper that I was playing against yeah. after our game. Um, and he was saying, oh, you know, Podgita and the option of a goalkeeper. And I actually think Podgita hasn't played that well. She has not meshed with Tippett well. Obviously, you're comparing it with two players that have played together for five years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But um, I was actually surprised how sort of she hasn't really fitted in, like, offensively. Sure, Obviously, sure. once they realised she'd signed with the Thunderbirds, they're like, well, we don't really want to tell you our secret playbook. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> She's, like, excluded from, like, all like training. Yeah. <laughs> Just show up to the game. Just show up to the yeah, game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sort of surprised how she's kind of struggled to adjust. Yeah. But I, I guess with a proper off season, because she hasn't really had one. Yeah. Um, it should be interesting. Yeah, I'm very curious to see her getting the full, like the full breadth of like the training program over in Adelaide under yeah. Tanya Ops, because it's clear. Well, obviously, I, I don't think I've seen any f- official announcements, but it's been like it's literally been spoken about on public record that she's going over. So yeah, obviously her time at the oh, I think over. Uh, Sue Gordian mentioned it yeah. the other day. So I, was, yeah. uh, I guess it must it's be a done deal. Yeah, but just because didn't official. her former club say that she signed with them? The Steel, yeah, yeah. They, I'm pretty sure the Steel said that she was returning. As far as I'm aware, I can't remember off the top of my head though. Oh, yeah, which which made me really confused because I'm like, what? Is she coming over like mid season next? Like, how yeah, does that that's work? weird. I don't know. It's bizarre. But anyway, good we're gonna for move on. her. Get that moolah. She should Two be playing seasons. here though. Uh, here or in New Zealand, either or. I think she fits both the competitions very well. And I mean, 
The Thunderbirds need her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now they've got two C- two ACLs. Yeah, that's it. Um, all right, we're going to move on to the Lightning and the Thunderbirds. The Lightning defeating the Thunderbirds 58-37. to The Lightning claiming their first minor premiership and the minor premiership curse. That's what I've said it. It's it's a premiership, minor premiership curse because no minor premiership winner has won the championship. Oh, no, I, d- I don't think this is going to be a problem. Well, you know, who knows? I don't really know. But good news is Emma Ride confirmed uh, no... Soft tissue. Yep, she was... Oh, that's right, not two ACLs, just yeah, one. Yeah, Um, but she was rested for this game, obviously. Um, But as far Which as... Which is fair enough. Yeah, as far as we're aware, that um, she's in good spirits and um, her injury was not as significant as it... Um, <laughs> looked um but yeah the lightning seriously looked absolutely uh clinical here um cody langy maria falau thunderbirds ish, not just, just scary look at the minus uh points <sighs> langy th- minus 39 falau minus 19 Pittman minus 11 hodges minus four look shining lights for me for the thunderbirds shimon and sterling uh, yeah shimon but shimon was shimon, quite what why did they take her off? I don't know. I don't. I know. don't understand. And I put that on Twitter. Yeah, I was. Just, I did see that. She had an amazing. I think she was sitting. Her Nissan net points were like massive. She was, I think, top four, and then they pulled her off. And I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I do, I don't understand. I I would really like to know what Tanya Ops like plan is. Being like, oh, we're gonna sub you off, and then she was off for like two quarters. Yeah, I, I just don't get it because she had a stellar game. She was real like she was really enforcing herself on that like there was a couple of moments where she got called obviously for two uh for three feet but she was really intimidating like she was blocking out conan's shots she was blocking out steph wood's shots like we call her like the shot blocker supreme yeah she's she that was good there. yeah and her and sterling is so good together i don't understand what the rotation is i i really don't and i don't i haven't seen anything from tanya ops being like oh this is the explanation that i have that i'm going to sub these two like, I'm going to sub Shimon off. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It, it really doesn't. Because I feel like those two are so good together and are, are such a good combination that they really need to be getting more time on the court. It doesn't matter. Like, the time of season, right now, this is one of those things where you can, like, you can come back and win more quarters and you can just, like, test these different combinations, like, move Sterling out to GD or whatever. Who knows? But this is the thing. I just don't, I don't get it. Because Shimon is such a good player. And she's just not getting the fair run that I think she should be getting, so which is really disappointing. But Shamir Sterling had a an absolutely terrific game, um, but man, the Lightning just looked unbelievable. <laughs> like Pretorius and Mawini. Like. I will say though, um, the attack end, um, Sherian, nine turnovers. Yeah, she had a very quiet day. Um, and I think that's got to do with Nankerville. Um, Nankerville's super underrated. I really like her. Yeah, 23 um, Nissan net points for a wing defense is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure she's a weak, she's a one of, she was one of the feeling players that still doesn't have a name on her jumper. Yeah. So that says a yeah. lot, the fact that she was a late um, Yeah, I, I was a little bit worried because also um, uh, Peace kind of struggled. Yeah. Yeah, like six from eight. But I, I feel like Peace is becoming more of a plug-and-play player instead of... Well, I think that attack end is so diverse <laughs> yeah. that they can basically just go, okay, we'll chuck Peace on. 
oh, okay, the goal goalkeeper's really athletic. They're getting up to those high balls. They're yeah. pushing her out. Yeah. Okay, we'll put Conan on, who's going to run the base, who's going to move. And then it kind of, the goalkeeper's just like, Ugh, Yeah. I've been practicing this all week. What is What the hell do I do? Yeah. I feel like that sort of rotation is what makes the Lightning's attack end so strong because you can have like Steph Wood shooting 22 from 25 and Karakonen shooting 30 from 32, but then you've got Peace to come in and back up and yeah, make and up just those shots for a particular height. Yeah. I feel like Sterling played Proscovia so well though because Proscovia just doesn't deal well with really long, agile defenders. Like she's yeah. like Peace is very physical and she can hold, but she still struggles to like hold a position because she fi- I find that she's, she still has a tendency to drift. She still drifts in and out of the circle and I think that kind of confuses a bit of the flow from the light- lightning attack end. But seriously, man. Like There's the, a route. Yeah. 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 But um, it's kind of bizarre. Like Marilla, Marilla Flower shot 33, 33 from 39 with 84%. 13 turnovers. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was a struggle. I just because she was just jacking it up. She was just yeah. trying to get in the circle and then just hoiking it. Yeah, um, Cody Lange three from eight. Not you know not great. Seven turnovers. I Lange I think s- still has those continued s- struggles. Um, I, it'll be interesting to see what her position is. The Lightning sort of attack end moving into next season is going to be really interesting. Given depending on whatever Falau does, because there was an implication at the end of the game in their little huddle. Um, that some players may be oh, retiring. Oh, you just freaked me out then. No, 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 no. I thought you were saying like that they were going to re-sign her. Yeah, no, she's going. She's uh, going to go yeah. have Jesus' babies. Um, That's what's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there was um, some form of implication that uh, players would be retiring. She didn't say who. Um, and she was also quite tearful after the game as well when she was talking to, to Langman. So I feel like there's obviously some announcements that might be coming in the next couple of weeks that'll yeah. tell us the future of Yeah, look, players. I think she made it pretty clear um, that this was a, definitely her last World Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. And definitely her last season. Um, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it... The other thing that I haven't really thought about is... I know they want to stick with Glasgow, but now she's done her ACL. It kind of potentially Adelaide have to say, "Well, Podgita and Maria." <laughs> yeah. um, I just, I don't. I for me, I, I think of that combo and I'm like, okay, but then I'm also like, how does that work? I just don't. Fe- I don't really see the the dynamics of that because you look at the dynamics of the Lightning of the Firebirds. You've got a dynamic player in Tippett. Um, who moves the circle around? She makes the defenders think about. But I feel like with Pogita and Falau, they just sort of don't offer much for me. I don't know. I feel like that might also change given whatever Tanya Ops system might be next season. But it also depends on who's going to be there on the attack end too. So yeah, yeah I don't really know to be. I don't honest. know, but I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if Maria had all intentions of retiring, and now that they've got um, Glasgow out, they're like, oh crap. We need you to stay. Yeah. Because it, it feels like that might be a possibility. It definitely felt like Glasgow um, was the future. Yeah. Well, sorry, I should say is the future. She's not out. Yeah. She's not dead. But I, I feel like she was going to play <coughs> goal attack with Poggita. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like, and that would have been, I think that would have been great because Sasha Glasgow, again, we've said this time and time again, she's had such a, an amazing season and it's such a bummer to have her out because she was like, I reckon she's one of the most improved if this season. Oh, absolutely. If, if not the most improved players so yeah um okay we're going to move on to the last game of the weekend which Ooh. was a stunning game yeah uh, <laughs> well, and okay just 
as a caveat. Not a stunning game because it booted the Giants out, but also it just showed the fact that the Magpies are a kind of a scary squad because they defeated the Vixens 58-47. to um, The Magpies just lit them up the whole time, and the Vixens were so frustrated for the most part. That third quarter is abysmal, 17-9. to um, Shimona Nelson, uh, Nat Medhurst, unbelievable give-and-go game from those two. Um, what's your takeaway? I, I was, I, this game was enthralling. Oh. Just, just the fact that these, every, I was on the edge of my seat know, the whole time. Yeah. Every single um, thing that needed to happen, happened. Basically. Yeah. And that um, makes it Kamira Poi has to be the most underrated <laughs> performance yeah. of the season. Come in, Kelsey's gone down. She looks like Kelsey. Like just f- like her drives to the pocket. Well, everything. I actually think um, she was a lot more patient. I think, Kelsey can sometimes be too quick. Yeah. And I felt like they were a lot more patient in attack. Um, but I think coaching again, it, I think it's been a huge factor. Yeah. And like, I know that it's the elephant in the room because I know like Rob Wright and obviously, um, you know, his personal issues and stuff like that, you know, we wish him all the best. Um, but the fact that this form resurgent has happened Kind of when he well, left. Well, I mean, yes, but you kind of you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. He could be prepping them, but staying in That's Melbourne. True. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I, I don't a, know. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, we don't know. But in saying that, the um, I, do you know what the coaches' names are? Oh, fuck, I keep forgetting them. I'm so bad. Uh, Nicole Richardson, um, and her sister. Is her sister? I don't know about that. Oh. But Nicole was um so she was the starting center for Australia oh, okay. in like um early two thousand. Oh okay, right. So cool. she played for um oh my god. She used to play with uh well she played with the Swifts. Yeah. But she also played with the Kestrels. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um with Shelley O'Donnell. Yeah. I think. Um that's really stretching my memory. But yes. That's a good memory though. Yes. That's a very good memory. I'm sure some of our historians or listeners um, will come in and give us some more historic details. If you do, please do. But no, I think she, um, yeah, she did end up when winning some championships with the Swifts. But yeah, she's yeah. a very good player. I was going to say, she she is coaching this team incredibly well. Um, but I also think it's resonating well, with the team. I think too. as well, it's also like a, it feels like a group effort. Yeah. I would say that Ash Brazel was probably my player of the game for this. Seriously. She just... She was amazing. She was covering Watson and Maloney unbelievably. Uh, like Watson, she only had 90, uh, 39 Ooh, points. Ooh, girl, she was frustrated. Yeah, you could see it. There was a couple of real tu- like bad turnovers in the pocket. I think there was a couple of steps that she had as well, which, you know, not great, but I kind of like this positioning that the... The Magpies have got where they've got Poi at wing attack, Brazel at centre and Ravi at wing D. Because I feel like that kind of gives a little bit more versatility and length on the defensive end for the Magpies. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like Ravi at wing D over center. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah. I think It's p- definitely diversified the possibilities. Yeah, and also because it's one of those things that hadn't been tested earlier in the season. I don't think teams have had the ability to scout it yet. Like this sort of thing where they're running this particular lineup. I don't think they have until the last like three weeks. Also, um, Ravi... I'm pretty sure she's actually the same height as Nat Medhurst. She's actually 
weirdly tall for yeah, a center. I was going to say she's like quite tall. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, sorry, uh, Nicole Richardson and Kate Upton. Kate Upton, sorry. Okay, I was completely wrong about them being related. So yeah, I was like, um, uh... they just look similar, right? Leave me alone. <laughs> um, April Brantley and Jeeva Mentor also. Um, terrific games. I, I don't April think that's... April Brandley, I have to say, this was probably the best game I've seen from her in ages. She yeah. was up. She was energized. She was clapping after calls. She was going after it. She is like the most subdued defender in the world. But then when you see her like with that sort of energy and clap, like you said, clapping and reacting to these things, I'm like, why isn't this coming out week to week? Because yeah. this is kind of fierce and it's really intimidating. And I don't think the fact that she got... Where is she on the... She got 20.5 net points. I don't think that's reflective of her performance at all. No. I think that's a really underrated net point. She should be having more on that because she was so good to watch. And you look at that um, that picture where I think it was a lob ball to Thwaites and then Mentor threw it up, hit the post, Branley then threw it behind her and then um, I think Ravi collected yeah, it. Yeah, um, That sort of effort. Um, I feel like the Vixens just came out and were just like, Ugh. but then this other side of me is like, you look at what choices in, in essence. I mean, I, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that they wanted to lose this, but they definitely had the potential to control who they had to play in the semis. Yeah, I think so. I, I was going to say, I feel like, I, I don't think accusations of tanking should be thrown because no. I don't think that's happened. No. But I do think there is probably in their subconscious somewhere some realisation that they do have, like you said, the control of well, who they want to play. they've locked up third spot. Yeah. So they're going, this is the last game of the season. Yeah. I reckon at the half, they're just like, well, the Magpies are playing well. Like, it, it's a it's a case of there's not much we can do. Yeah. yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, let's throw it or whatever. Um, yeah, like, I, I think all you can really do is tip your hat and just go, wow. Yeah. I And the thing is, like, the Magpies also were playing for a final spot. And f- when we, we, we made our tips last week, we said that desperation should get them over the line. And yeah. whether it's a win, wh- like, whether it's a win to get them in or whether it's just a win in general, um, the Magpies did everything that they needed to do to get in and spoil the Giants' party, which was... I do feel kind of upset for some of the Giants because it's like having, like I said earlier, like having to wait that long and then just see it fall apart from a team that just really, again, was kind of disappointing this season until now. Um, man, I, I got a feel for them. But you also, I was so elated for the Magpies as well because this sort of thing is crazy. Like, I, th- it's almost just like a complete anomaly of, of like a result for them in terms of just like, getting everything right. It's crazy. Unbelievable. And seeing them celebrate at the end was really, really cool. And super dangerous. Yeah. I I feel like um, the biggest thing I took from this is it kind of reminds me a lot, a bit of the lightning and sort of the runs that they've had previously where I go, you look at the squad, it's a championship squad all the way down the line. Um, You got Diva Mentor who unfortunately is not getting any younger. Um, you got Medhurst who, you know, has talked about sort of deciding on her future eventually. Well, she said on uh, when we spoke to her last year that she was like, I like I, if I could retire now, I would. Yeah. <laughs> she's like she's over it. Yeah. Um, but she's obviously still looking for contracts and stuff like that. And that's why she signed the two years with Magpies. So, yeah. yeah um, and, you know, they have the p- 
they have the potential, if not, if, if they can carry that form, like, okay, let's say, you know, they were to lose to the Vixens. I still feel like this was a successful season that they can carry into yeah. next year yeah, and yeah, potentially yeah. win next year, yeah. for sure. I could um I could get on board with that. I know that yeah. we said when the lineups were cemented at the start of the year that this is a much better looking team for us. We were like, I'm more happy with this because it's less of the same superstars and kind of like finding players that would mesh together and giving players an opportunity. So getting Medhurst, her minutes, having her pair out with Shimona Nelson, which again, you know, works out very well. That pairing has really gelled into something quite beautiful. And again, Medhurst is is finding form at the right time. And again, Nelson's feeding off that, I think too. Um, But I... I don't know. It, it says a lot to me that the man, the Vixens just find a way to kind of like flame out a little bit. They do. I mean, it's kind of been a sort of history thing for yeah. them, really, hasn't it? Yeah, which is kind of disappointing. I feel for the Vixens because they were so informed for the most part and then it's just kind of falling apart. And, and I, they've done this before. They did it last year. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I the, for me, I like, that's an answer I, I don't have. It's just I think they're coming up against teams that are finding form, but also are f- like fucking with their patterns a little bit because I feel like the Vixens are such a structured structured team, team yeah. that when a team like the Magpies who come in and just sort of slang everything at them, they get frustrated and then they're like, we don't know what to do. The wheels fall off pretty quickly. quickly yeah, yeah, which is kind of concerning for them going into the finals. So, yeah. Anything else? Uh, Nat Medhurst, how much of the fever just like, holy shit. Yeah. I feel like the fever absolutely would be, in my opinion, probably first or second spot if they still had Medhurst. It would be. I would yeah. say they'd be in the finals for sure. Yeah. Uh, if I'm the fever, um, you know, this season has been dreadful. Um, you know, we'll get into it in the deep dives later, later on, but yeah, honestly... <laughs> It looks bad. <laughs> like, sorry, I know, like, we're, you know, we're beating a dead horse, but seriously, it just looks fucking awful for them. I, I, I don't feel any sympathy for the Vix, uh, for the fever, for the Magpies. I'm like, you know what, Medhurst, I actually hope that you win. I really yeah. hope that they win because, like, that's a great way. I think if they win, she's done. She retires. Well, it depends if they'll let her out of True. the second year. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I can't remember if they said it was a player option or a club option. I don't know. Year. But uh, who knows? But again, like you said, yeesh, fever, they've got to be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they probably should have said that the moment they said, uh, don't come back. So I don't know. That's just me, I guess. Anyway. Well, yeah, that was probably the worst. <laughs> I reckon in the structure of netball, that has to be one of the worst free agency decisions ever. That's just like completely flipped a team. Correct. Yeah. No, nah, seriously. Like in the sort of the, in, in a list of bad, like bad transactions, that's probably up the top for me. I think, yeah. I don't think there's anything worse to be completely honest because without the context of what happened, seriously, why would you get rid of like the one thing that was gelling that attack end in the first place? But anyway, we won't get too deep into that because uh, we'll be here for another hour. Anyway, we're going to go on. We've got the semi-finals this weekend. We've got the Lightning and the Swifts. The Lightning are playing at home. This is the major semi-final. Who have you got, Luke? Um, I've got the Lightning. Lightning. Sorry, Bryony. I'm really sorry. Bryony's going to call the show and be like, what? The only reasoning I have for that is because I think Helen's not quite up to full game yet. Yeah, yeah. They're still injury managing. I think... Uh, Pretorius is gonna just cream them. 
yeah. because of that position, that particular position. Like, this is a bad matchup for them now. If Helen plays a full game, it's going to be super close. Yeah. Um, I think she will. Yeah, I mean, Sam Wallace They'd is in amazing form. Yeah. And I think for Sunshine Coast Lightning, that's going to be a problem yeah. because of the height difference and because Marwini isn't that tall and just her sheer presence. But yeah. I think where it potentially can break down is that sort of mid-court area. Do or die. I think for yeah. both of them, really. Like, I, I think it's very dependent on how Hadley and Langman match up. I think that's a really critical one because I know that there's been moments where Langman has Hadley's number and then there's been moments where Hadley's had an amazing game against um, Laura as well. So I think it's very dependent on that. Um, I'm going to home a pick. I've got to go to the Lightning, but I, man, it's a, that's a really exciting game because every single time the Swifts have, they've been up and then they've lost by one point. <laughs> like... Yeah. I don't know if the I don't know old habits die hard. I guess um, we're going to go the Vixens hosting the Magpies at I'm the State Hockey Center, which is can we just say beyond ridiculous yes. that Netball Australia didn't book a venue yes. and they've booked a three thousand seat venue Absolutely. for a semi final. Yeah, like I, that's fucking absurd. Sorry, that's just absurd. Someone should get fired. And not only that, um, I was reading an article where they were saying, "Oh yeah, look, we can't really afford to put a deposit down on the venue." in sort of the idea that the Vixens are going to make the finals. I was like, uh... What kind of... What f- you would have known a while ago that this was likely. Yeah. Like, on you've got... To <sighs> I'd... If, if anything at Netball Australia could get go worse, um, it is going bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really, like yeah. honestly, is this a company or is this like some sort of tuck shop? I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, that's they clearly need to have a PNF meeting and work it out. PNF meeting. I'm not really sure. Oh uh, Throw me back to the Mountain Creek State Primary School. Yeah. Um, oh well, they hate us, so what's the point? That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to say the Magpies because um, I'm just living the Magpie dream at the moment. Yeah. Oh man, this is tough. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Vixens, but. And I would not be surprised if the Magpies flatten them. I I think part of the problem they had, in my opinion, is Western in particular tried to get too aggressive. Yeah. And the refs are, especially leading into finals and in finals, um, they're going to be calling everything. It yeah. is going to be like... Blah, blah, blah. everything is going to get called. And I think she really struggled with that last weekend because she got very frustrated because Medhurst was just r- running circles around yeah. her. I think she had 22 Nissan net points, which was incredibly low. low for her. I was going to say, she generally is in the 50 to 60s, I'm pretty sure, from memory. Yeah. Averages. Um, and, yeah, I I think potentially that's where it breaks down for them. Yeah. And then, obviously, Dehaney, that didn't really work. Um, you kind of have this struggle with Thwaites and Kumwenda. What the hell you do? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's tough. I I do. I'm if I'm a Vixens fan, I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> man, that's that. Sorry, I'm still salty about that venue shit. That's yeah. That's well, absurd. Whatever. Hashtag women's sport. I'm sorry, but no, <laughs> no men's sport 
is going to be played in a 3,000-seat arena for a semi-final for, for a national league. Like, it's never going to happen. No. NBL, never going to happen. No. So, how on earth? I... Mm. Joke. It's a joke. It's a fucking joke is what it is. Um, <sighs> before we go, we have, a, we have a listener question from Susan. Oh. Um, hi, Nick and Luke. Uh, question for the show. What's your opinion on Shamira Sterling's intercept record from last weekend's game? She got downgraded from a 10 to 8 intercepts, two intercepts being downgraded into gains. They talked about it on the Super Netball show with Kath Cox. Uh, is it a normal thing to check back and take back someone's record away? I'm really gutted for her, although I'm sure she'll reach the record again. I feel like this is something that happens often. Like, I think... Some of yeah, the they do adjust the scores. Some of the I've looked at the stats before, and then they like when we come to tape this show. I'm like, uh? yeah, it feels like holy shit, they had a massive game, and you look at the record, and you're like, wait, hold up, I feel like they had way more than that. Yeah. I think I think it is adjusted um, for uh, like for whatever stats reasons. I don't know why, but I I think it is quite frequent and common. So it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility to have her stuff downgraded. But it's also, I guess, the interpretation of the of the intercept and the game yeah. as well, I guess. I, 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 I guess they must go back um, the stats. I wonder if it's old mate, the stats guy that uh, goes yeah, back. I think it might be, yeah. yeah. But I, I think that's one of those things where they probably go over to make sure stats are correct. Yeah. Or if there's any particular, like, grey areas where they have to adjust it, perhaps. Like, so obviously, like, Shamir Sterling's game, uh, intercepts turning into gains. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit tough because, like, at the time, she's obviously hit the record and then she's had the record revoked, which is kind of, like... Bit, bit upsetting yeah but also like again you know like susan said it's pr- she's probably not going to be too far off getting that record again in the future anyway so yeah uh yeah thanks for the uh for the question susan is um very much appreciated anything else luke um no excellent do you want me to do the harp sound just for fun yeah oh. <laughs> Oh, shit. As always, uh, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle. Come and follow us and come and hang out. We're posting heaps of stuff for the finals. Um, if you have any funny clips for us to uh, put onto the show now, we can do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Give we us sound that. bites. Yeah, so if there's funny sound bites like this. Send it over. We want it, we want to hear it. We can add it to a little sound desk. It's gonna be um it's gonna be amazing. So yeah. Um uh, you can get us on email, thegoalcircle at gmail.com. Um on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a review. Uh we do read it. Thank you very much for the review that popped in uh late last week. It is very much appreciated. It was very sweet. Um we do love it. Um is there anything else I'm pretty sure? Oh, Twitter. Twitter at BLT underscore oh, yeah. for Luke and at Blue Oh God B-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-T-L-
Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, we do have a guest coming up um, relatively soon. Yes. Very exciting. I'm not going to tell you who it is because that's the rule. We can't yes. do it. Um, but anyway. Because if they bail and then we're like, <laughs> we are going to talk to this person. You're just like, Because oh, they have done that before. Because Netball Australia is like, please don't talk to them. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens when you become public enemy number one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, that'll do us for this week. As always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.